0: The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and LightRock Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says, let's go. Frazier. Dribble, backs away with three. Going to have to shoot it with two. A long, long three. Oh, oh. He got it. He got it. And that's going to end the half. And listen to the roar.
1: Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk fourteen hundred and Light Rock 97.5. The flagship home for fighting Illini basketball.
0: Close to five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away. Fast break the other way, layup, is good! And the crowd on its feet in a timeout, Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice. Coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down. Counted it and he's fouled.
1: Now, from our Illini Game Day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty.
2: And a pleasant good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Hope you're warm wherever you are. Glad to be with you as it's Fighting Illini Game Day, Illinois, on the road against the Iowa Hawkeyes this morning. A noon tip-off. Coming off a very solid and dominating performance against Minnesota, the Illini on Wednesday night, beating the Golden Gophers 95-68 at home. But now you go on the road, and, Lauren Tate, as you know, it is always
3: tough in the Big Ten to win a road game. Well, that's right. Illinois 0-9 on the road, away, at least away from home. And um, we, we're looking at this last game as to whether it's a trendsetter or is it just an inexplicable... Uh, surprised by, you know, that uh, can't be repeated. The thing that was encouraging is it didn't
2: look like the Alana got away with one. They didn't, no, they, they they didn't rebound, squeak one out.
3: They out-rebounded them so much. I mean, this is a Minnesota, as we saw uh, again in the uh, Penn State game, which they barely won, but they at least got on the boards hard, and, and Murphy went back up to his normal rebounding, which is one of the best in the nation. He had three rebounds against Illinois. Count them. One, two, three. That's it.
2: The Iowa Hawkeyes are a formidable opponent though, ranked they are number 23 in the country, 15 and 3 overall, 4 and 3 in Big 10 play, but they've won four in a row. The first two Big 10 losses they had were Back in November, December, and their only loss was on the road at Purdue in 2019 in Big Ten play. Their most recent accomplishment, a road win at Penn State, 89-82, and they did that without Tyler Cook. So a big question will be how much of Tyler Cook, Brad Underwood says he's one of the best athletes in the Big Ten, how much will the I see of him?
3: Yeah, I don't think we know. I mean, obviously, they thought he might play against Penn State, but he couldn't quite make it. It's an ankle sprain. It, I would think he'd be available for play today. Last year against Illinois, he, uh, he and Garza, in, in, in the win at, uh, the first win during the regular season, combined for 40 points. And then they, had, they combined for 39 in the win in, uh, at Madison Square Garden in the, in the Big Ten tournament, which ended the Illini season.
2: There are always seems to be big, uh, high-scoring games against Iowa every year. Lauren, you taught me, it's all like an old adage, you can score on Iowa. Well,
3: you could. And and one of the things, they figured it out, too, that defense is their problem. They're giving up way too many points, as we saw last year, and in some cases this year. But the defense, they've made a, I, I, I think we can quote what their freshman, is. said, when he came in, I didn't have any idea we are going to spend this much time working on defense because the coach realizes, <laughs> McCaffrey realizes, that if they don't improve their defense, they're not going to win. So they're really working at it. We've seen some examples of success with it. But even in the Penn State game, they gave up 82 points, which is too many to give up. They did win 89-82, but I'm just saying... Defensively, they're trying to get better, but it isn't always consistent.
2: They've had scores this year. Again, some of it against uh, lesser competition, but they've scored 93, 91, 105, 98, 110. That was against Savannah State. Uh, 93 and 89. So they, those are some of their scores. They like that to had. run. Yeah, they, they do. They can shoot the three. They can mm-hmm. shoot it at a decent clip. Uh, uh, Bear Nicholas Bear has been shooting well as of late. Uh, over the last eight games, he's shooting at forty-five percent. Always watch him arc.
3: because he was a walk-on. You know now he's a red-shirt senior. Here he is, his fifth year in school, and he's a pretty good player. Although he's really a sixth man for them. If they get Cook back, I don't know if he'll be in the lineup. So tip is at 12 or 12.01 to
2: be precise. When we come back, we'll check in at Carver Hawkeye Arena. We'll also get you our keys to the game. Later on, Brian Barnhart has the coach's corner with uh, Chin Coleman, who has the scout on today's game. We'll see if the Illini can replicate what they did Monday, uh, Wednesday night against Minnesota. Off and running, it's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. For all your retirement planning and investment needs, Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. It's Fighting Illini game day.
1: The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's
2: Scott Beatty. The Iowa Hawkeyes are the opponent today on this Sunday in Iowa City, Carver Hawkeye Arena, appropriately so. They have a whiteout promotion going on so a bunch of folks are going to be in white the Illini are in their traveling blues today Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you our producer is Evan Kahn let's go out to Carver Hawkeye Arena where Doug Altenberger is standing by he'll be on the call with Brian Barnhart and Sunday morning Doug so uh do you do the reading and Brian does the lesson <laughs> or vice versa I take
4: the I take the collection <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice nice well hey uh Mon, uh w- Wednesday night a, a dominating win over Minnesota. Were you surprised? Uh, I was surprised in the sense that uh, uh,
4: uh, how they how well uh, they just dominated uh, Minnesota uh, on the boards and uh, and just uh, uh, the way they scored in the paint. Um, I mean, they they just really took control. And, and at some point, I I want I, I'm not going to say they did, but it appeared that uh, Minnesota really was uh, confused and just didn't give up, but just. Got really frustrated there in the second half, and uh, they—they just—it you know, was a—it was a big game. I thought it was a validation type of win for Brad and his staff to really teach, show these kids, hey, listen, when we're firing on all cylinders, we can beat some pretty good teams in the Big Ten.
2: Well, and I asked Brad about it. You know, loss and failure can be a teacher if you let it, but so can success, and and hopefully, you know, I think Alana fans are hoping that, and Brad Underwood is hoping that all the things that they've been putting in place, and show, hey, look, how this can work.
4: Well, when I'm uh, traveling, and uh, fans come up and talk to me. They they love the effort uh, by Illinois. The kids play hard. They defend. Uh, you know, you could see how scrappy, how physical they are. So, but they're young. And as I tell uh, the fans, listen, uh, you know, the future is bright. We've probably got two of the better freshmen in the Big Ten, and they're playing as well as anybody. I O and Georgie. And so, uh, what they're doing, a lot of uh, in, in a league that's made up of veterans. Uh, and they've been doing it in the Big Ten is is really impressive for those young guys.
3: Brad, this is Lauren. Have you heard anything on Tyler Cook?
4: Yes, Cook will uh, uh, – it appears that uh, about 99% sure he'll he'll be playing. Uh, He's ready to go. He was warming up. He looked good. uh, And his ankle's a little sore, but uh, he's ready to go.
3: And Bohannon is a guy I want you to talk about because he's just averaging 11 points a game, and I don't see him doing the kind of destruction that he did against Illinois last year. He had 28 points in the first game against Illinois and 25 in the second. He's a, he's a legit point guard, isn't he?
4: Well, and he doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, that's the that's the amazing part of him as well. He's, he handles everything, and he's a, a good quarterback, a smart player, uh, and he can hit it from the parking lot. Uh, we've got to slow him down. Uh, he struggled a little bit early in the season, and since the Big Ten play last, I think three or four games, he's picked it up behind that three-point line. Uh, he made a huge uh, three-pointer against Penn State coming down the stretch uh, to seal that game. Yeah, I did. Uh, and he did. And he's—I uh, mean—but I think defensively, Frazier uh, doesn't get enough credit. Uh, He's—he has really improved his game. Io is getting better as well. Uh, Demonte, you know those guys really shut down uh, uh, Minnesota's uh, uh, guy, and so they're they're they're. Uh, it'll be interesting how to see this matchup. But Bohan and he does uh, he does a lot for that team, uh, and he's he's like a he's like a, a coach on the floor.
3: Kipper Nichols ended the season last year with 31 points against Iowa in Madison Square Garden. His most recent game for Illinois against Minnesota he had zero. What's going on with him?
4: Well, I think uh, uh, he's lost his confidence in his jumper. Um, he, I can see he's, if you watch the rotation on his basketball, it's a little bit more of a side spin. And, Lauren, you'll remember Derek Harper who had that. Um, and he just, it uh, just, you can see it's. Uh, he, he struggled early in the season, he started to play well, and then now he's just slipped in there. And what's happening is, uh, you know, Brad's going to play him, but there's other guys that are getting better every day, and uh, the younger guys especially. So uh, like DeMonte, you know, he's he started against Minnesota. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's moving up the charts. He's a young player, and then you've got some guys coming off the bench, like Tevian, who's six uh, seven and he's got a, a big 10 body. So, you know, Kippers, uh, you know, got to fight through it. He's always been sort of a, a player that's a little bit streaky, and uh, they're, we're a much better player when he's uh, He's scoring and and uh, and be able to get to the hole, but right now he's just sort of in that uh, funk.
2: Finally, uh, Doug, uh, where would you put Carver Hawkeye Arena as a place to play? How tough is it? Obviously, it depends on how good Iowa is at the time, but as a road arena, how how tough is it?
4: Well, they're all tough, but uh, I, you know, I, I still have brain damage when I played here, so I think it's it's one of the top top three or four when the crowd's here and they're fired up and, and they will be t- t- uh, today um, and they'll be ready they're going to have the white out like you said and this this is a a really tough place once they get going too and this is a, this is a team that likes to move it up and down the court they're streaky so we're going to have our hands full and this is going to be a, a hostile environment but uh you know these kids are growing up fast. It'll be see. It'll be fun to see how they respond.
2: All right, we're well, looking forward to your call, Doug, and appreciate your time as always. All right, guys, go Altona. That's Doug Altenberger joining Brian Barnhart. You'll hear more from him out in Iowa City at the top of the hour. Lauren and I are back with our keys to the game. Coach's Corner still to come. It's
1: Fighting Altona Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty.
0: You know, it starts with Bohannon. uh, With them, they're an exceptional team in transition. Uh, They shoot the three. Uh, They've got between Bohannon and and, uh, Garza and Cook, they're a team that is number one in the country in uh, getting the foul line. Uh, So we've got to be very aware of that. Uh, They do it with early post-ups. And um, this is a veteran team. This is a team that I, I, I love their talent. Um, they're all back. Um, and uh, they just continue to uh, uh, progress and, and mature. And, and uh, uh, Fran's done a great job. And, and it's a team that mixes up defenses. We'll see five, six different defenses. And uh, uh, so we've, we've been preparing for that. But uh, um,
3: very, very good Iowa basketball team.
2: Brad Underwood talking about the Hawkeyes, the I take them on at noon today. Welcome back, Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Scott and Lauren with you. Coach's Corner coming up. We take a look at our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance and by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren, this will be a, a tough challenge for the Illini, especially on the road against a team that really gets up and down.
3: It's going to be a ramble-scramble game, and I will, will commit from mid-teens to high-teens turnovers. They'll give you chances to get out and go. They make mistakes, but they, uh, they're going to score. And, they, and there's no reason to be tight in this game. Get relaxed and realize you're going to get your shots. Just make them. That, that's always that way against you got to, First team to 80, will that be enough? I don't know. You better get 80.
2: Yeah, well, what, last year they went to, uh, in, at State Farm Center, they went to 90s or 100s. Of course, there was overtime. Well, it was an
3: overtime game. They scored 104. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and in, in the game in, in Madison Square Garden, they scored 96. So maybe 80 not enough. But Illinois has got to play better defense than that. And the interesting thing about this game, this is the same Iowa team that they played last year. Cook and Garza, Bohan and Moss, Bear. All those guys are back. Uh, Illinois is a little different. Everybody's not back at Illinois.
2: I'm real in, really interested in the Georgie Bajanashvili versus Luca Garza matchup. yeah Luca Garza can score a lot. He's suspect on
3: defense makes a big difference if Cook's in the game I'm telling you mm-hmm. if they're both in the game, that's a problem. If only one of them's in the game, you got a chance And Cook you know Doug
2: Altenberger just told us hes looks like he's good to go. Yeah. How good is he and
3: you know how, how many minutes can he give you with that tender ankle?
2: It'll be a big difference.
3: Yeah. Well, th- it was a big difference to get Penn State, but they pulled it out. It was a tie game late, and they, uh, Bohannon, as he said, hit a big three. They were one point ahead, I believe, when he hit the three, and then they closed it out 89-82. to 82. So uh, they won four in a row, and that's a, that's a, a lot of momentum for Iowa, four in a row in the Big Ten. All right, Lauren, appreciate it. Enjoy mm-hmm.
2: your enjoy the game and uh, stay warm. Okay. Don't slip on that ice either. <laughs> Coming up, it's the Coach's Corner. Chin Coleman is the guest with Brian Barnhart as Chin Coleman has the scout against the Iowa Hawkeyes Rudy Wealth Management pregame show in Fighting Illini Game Day. <music> Fighting Illini Game Day continues Illinois and Iowa today. Time for the Coach's Corner. Brian Barnhart talks with assistant coach Chin Coleman who had today's scout.
0: Chin, I know uh, kind of a quick turnaround here we practiced yesterday and then uh, had a little bit of a delay getting up here but uh, good early start today
5: yeah um which we're used to I mean we get up and our kids are up at five in the morning we have weights um at six and we start practice at seven so the early start shouldn't be anything new to us and um we're just getting going around this time so we'll already be in practice and Mm -hmm. and and hooking it up at this time so we'll be fine we'll be fine
0: well, and that's where that pays off, those yeah. early starts.
5: The early starts are, are, are really good, and, you know, it, it prepares you. You never know in the conference tournament you may have a, have a game at night and then a, and then get that early game in the morning, so that quick turnaround. We're kind of used to it at this point, but uh, we're getting better. We're getting better, and, we, and we've seen it uh, um, happening for a while now, and, and, and uh, the Minnesota game was a byproduct of all the work that we've put in.
0: I was going to say, Chin, because you could see it, and you guys, we were talking about how they were improving day-to-day, individually and as a team, and if you work that hard at it, it's going to bubble to the surface at some point.
5: It has to. Yeah, and I think that's what happened, and that's a great term you just used bubble to the surface. It has been building up and building up and building up and building up, and then it's like a volcano, and we kind of exploded on Minnesota. and. And when we're on our A-game and when we're playing defense, the so way we can play defense and where it's designed to play, and when we're shooting the ball and playing at the pace that we want to play at, those things can happen. And and it's just see if we can have a heavy dose of it and we can be consistent with this diet. I was
0: going to say that's the next step now is take that improvement as you do day to day and then go on the road in a tough environment and do the same thing.
5: Well, Coach Underwood preaches on everyday guys, and, and he, he – he talks to the staff about that. That's something that is a message that's throughout our whole program. And so we're going to try to be everyday guys. No matter when we're on the road, when we're on neutral, when we're at home, we're going to be everyday guys. So by, by that being our, our discipline, we're going to come out and try to rank our game plan to the best of its ability and, and obviously see what happens.
0: This is an Iowa team that can score points. Uh, we saw that last year. Uh, are they looks like they're just about the same as last year. I think 95% of their points in offense are back this year.
5: I would say that they are um, almost identical, although they aren't as deep. Uh, they played a little bit more guys than they did they do now than they did last year. They, a couple guys that played last year, are, I don't know if they're red shirting, or they're out. I think it's a combination of both, but uh, pretty much the same uh, – nucleus of guys, the Bohannans, the, the cooks, the, the Garza, uh, those guys in Moss, those are, those guys are their nucleus. That's their, that's where they, that's who makes the bread and the butter. So I guess, you know, we got to make sure that we kind of know where they are and try to do a good job to neutralize them. Yep. Tell me about
0: neutralizing someone like Garza and his ability around the basket.
5: We got to do our work early on him is a term that we like to use. Um, we want to make sure that we stay up the line and on the line and not give him early post ups and not give him easy post ups and direct post ups. We want to own the house is what we talk about doing is owning, painting the area. Um, and then when he gets the ball, because we're not going to take away all of his touches, but when he gets it, we understand that he's a man of many moves. He's got a lot of dead pivots. He's got great shot fakes and and stuff like that. So we want to stay down, move our wall on him and make it tough. and if he shoots one over us, or over our brick wall, and he makes it, God bless him, we're going to get it out and we're going to push it down on the other end. We'll take a break. Back to Iowa
0: City here this morning. After this timeout, we're back with Chin Coleman in a moment. Assistant Coach Chin Coleman has the scout for the Iowa Hawkeyes. We've talked about inside, and you've got Cook down there, and,
5: but on the outside with Bo Hannon, uh, how dangerous can he be? Very dangerous. He's got really good ball quickness. He's not shifty from east to west, but straight line, north and south. He's very, very, very fast. And he pushes the ball hard every time down. So I can imagine how good of shape he's in. He's in great shape. You can tell by the pace in which he plays at. But he shoots it with deep range, so we gotta make sure that we, our point of pickup on him is higher than normal. Um, probably one step across half he's in his range, so we want to make sure that our point of pickup is at half court. But our pressure bothered him a little bit last year. Uh, We almost thought we had him broken, but then we got him, we started fouling him and put him into the foul line, and then he got comfortable, he got going, he started seeing the ball go in. So um, he's an 89% free throw shooter, but he's not a good two-point shooter. He's in the 20s. So we want to do a good job of him making him a driver, run him off the fence, and and make sure that when he gets to the hole, we him and we don't foul him. We don't want to foul him. We don't want to see him on the foul line. If he's at the foul line a lot, then our game plan didn't work. Off the bench, has Creener made a difference for them? Unbelievable. I think he's the, he, he's the one that worries us the most because at the backup center, he's really, really, really good. I mean, and right now he's in a good groove right now he's playing well over the last three games for him and he he's a stretch skilled five man he can score it on all three levels he can deck it and drive it from top down from the wing end. he can shoot it he can post up uh, he's a he's a he gives me more worries than some of the other guys do
0: it was one thing last year we had two high scoring games with iowa um they would give up you could get a lot of points you could get into runs Have, looks like they've tightened that up a little bit
5: maybe um they're junking up the game a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know right. if they tighten it up. It's the same guys uh, mm-hmm. playing defense for them, but they uh, junk the game up. What I mean by that is they play about four or five different defenses. Uh, they're gonna, you're going to see a lot of zone from them. You're going to see some 1-2-2, two, two, some 2-3, two, uh, some 1-2-2 some two, two press back to a 1-2-2 two, two zone. You're going to see some 1-3-1 one, one for possession or two. They play about a uh, 30% zone, mm-hmm. and, um, so... They junk the game up, try to disrupt your rhythm by doing that. But when, when teams do that, typically, it's because they don't have a defense that they hang their head on. They don't have a defense that they feel comfortable with that is a good defense for them. So they try to throw something on the wall and see if it sticks, so to speak. So I think that's what they do with the changing of the defenses. Yeah.
0: So the key to that, I guess, on our end, is to recognize what it is, the defense, and then attack it?
5: What we want to do is flow seamlessly into whatever we're doing like we're not going to worry about which defense that they're in mm-hmm. we're going to flow seamlessly into our offense that you can run against zone and or man mm-hmm. so we're not going to be disrupted or be dis. our rhythm is not going to be bothered by them changing up defense we're going to stay on the attack with whatever they're in and it it's not about what they're doing it's about what we're doing mm-hmm. on
0: offense over the years uh, coach McCaffrey they, they do like to push the ball on offense I guess that continues
5: right they play at a breakneck pace especially at home, this is going to be a track meet now, and I'm not talking about the the marathon. This is going to be a 100-yard dash. This is going to be Hussein Bolt and and Carl Lewis and those guys. It's going to be that type of speed, and we've uh, stressed that a lot, and we've emphasized that ad nauseum about how fast this pace this game is going to be, and... That's number one on our board right now is transition defense. If we can make them play against our set defense, we feel like we have a chance. They don't want to play against our set defense. We can't give them any gifts or any earlies and make them play against our set defense, which has been really, really good for us for about a good month now and over the last, I would say, six, seven games. And so, If we brought our our defense on the plane with us and we make them play against our set defense, we'll be fine.
0: Well, it's appropriate you mentioned track meet because Illinois men's and women's track team, they've been in the hotel here. so
5: It's, it's <laughs> very appropriate, and we mentioned that last night. It's yeah. a good thing that the track team is here. We may, we may need to borrow some of those light track shoes that they wear because it's going to be a track meet. Only if they got something our size and we <laughs> need them.
0: Hey, Chin, good to see you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right, that it. is Chin Coleman, assistant coach for the scout for today's game at Iowa.
2: Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. More coverage of Illinois and Iowa from Iowa City in a moment on Newstalk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.